This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Coming up, Subversity with Dan Zhang. The opinions expressed on the show are not necessarily those of the regions of the University of California, nor the management of KUCI. Uh, this is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Coming up, Subversity with Dan Zhang. Today, we're going to be talking with the director and the lead actor of uh, a <laughs> new film that is coming out called Where the World Mine, a musical romp through middle, uh, small-town America, uh, poking fun at family values and homophobia. Uh, welcome to the show, uh, Tom Thanks. and Tanner. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Uh, we have Thanks. with us Tom Gutsfusen. Uh, Tom uh, Gutsfusen, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Tanner Cohen, who's the lead actor. Uh, Tom is the director of this new film. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Tom, why did why did you make this film? Um, you know what? It's it uh, it's kind of a long journey. I started uh, with the idea back in two thousand three with a short film called Fairies, um, and it really came from an idea that I had. I really, uh, you know, growing up uh, in a small town myself, I, I think I always wish I had a potion that would turn people gay. Uh. Um, so that was kind of the original idea. And then, you know, as we started kind of working on that. Um, we, you know, we wanted to kind of ground that idea in something more real, and so we, we thought about some literature that would make sense, and Midsummer seemed like the perfect, the perfect thing. And then, you know, as, as, as soon as we kind of launched Fairies into the festival world, it kind of took a life of its own, and, um, you know, as we traveled around to festivals, people wanted to see more, so we decided to, uh, my partner and I decided to uh, write the, the feature-length version. Oh, why, um, was, why was Shakespeare the perfect uh, playwright for this? Well, you know, I think, um, you know, Midsummer was perfect. I mean, I think Shakespeare as well was perfect because, you know, he, his stories always have such um, uh, mystery and uh, subversiveness. And, you know, I think, I think it's just a perfect uh, thing to work for, for queer cinema. Um, and then with Midsummer, I mean, it, it was just waiting to be uh, kind of used for uh, a gay story. I mean, it, it's all right there with love potions and mixed up lovers and, uh, you know, so it kind of seemed like the perfect opportunity. Uh, a, pre- a previous show I had, <laughs> I actually interviewed uh, people who were involved with a film, uh, play direct, a play production in mm-hmm. Vietnam, a Vietnamese production of uh, American production in Vietnam using Vietnamese actors uh, in Vietnamese of Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh, really? That was yeah. very strange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, how did you? Um, was it, uh, were the stories, uh, do you think the incidents in the film, did you take it from real life? I had some of it. I mean, I definitely, you know, I definitely had some people in my life growing up that, that have bits and pieces of, uh, that are in the movie, you know? I mean, I, I had a coach that was pretty homophobic and kind of, uh, mm. a monster. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you'd appreciate me saying that now, but, uh. Uh, you know, I mean, I think there's there's bits and pieces of both me and and my partner's life in there somewhere. Um, although every time I say that, my mother freaks out and she thinks that the the mother is her, which it's not. <laughs> oh yeah, was it? Wait, did you grow up in a small town? Yeah, I grew up in a little tiny farm town outside of uh, in the cornfields of Illinois. Oh wow, uh, Tana, how did you get picked for this role? Um, I got picked. Uh, it was this a. Uh, 
audition process and um, I went in a couple of times and sang for them and uh, worked with uh, Tom and uh, I guess a few of his friends of his and um, then they they just picked me kind of at the last minute like uh, I think it was a few weeks before we shot wasn't it yeah yeah so yeah that's how it happened you um, did you uh, Tom did you think that Tanner was the perfect choice for it we did. I mean, you know, it's, uh, we had casting calls in L.A., Chicago, and New York, and, um, you know, the biggest obstacle that we had was really money and, and seeing if we could actually import. Uh, you know, I, I kind of fell in love with numerous people in New York, and it all came about, uh, it became about can we import these actors into Chicago, and luckily we were able to get everybody that, that we wanted from New York, so that was great. <laughs> You also had wanted to uh, put some celebrities in the film, right? Yeah, I mean, we tried. You know, I think what every independent film does is, you know, they they kind of fall into the the um, uh, the kind of chicken and egg scenario where where you can't get financing unless you have that name actor, mm. um, but you won't get a name actor until you have financing. So we kind of did that <laughs> whole horrible route for a while, yeah, and yeah. you know, we and we came across a lot of agents that had no interest in submitting their clients because of the gay content, which was really frustrating. Um, and so we really decided at, at one point to say, you know, let's forget this and let's, let's do it ourselves and find people that, uh, that want to do this and, and that react to the material and not have to, you know, worry about that whole Hollywood game. How, how about you, Tana? Did you have to worry about anything? Um... Worry about anything? I mean, about <laughs> the content. Did you? Uh, oh, I mean, no, I, I wouldn't say I was worried. I was definitely. Um, I, I was curious to see how we, how both I would handle the the some of the material, and also how the creative team would handle the content, and also just like the um, a lot of the concepts, even like aesthetic concepts. So I, I was not worried, but I definitely had. Um, some, I don't know, concerns about it because it, it takes on a lot. Well, what do you mean concerns? Um, I guess uh, whenever you are, uh, you know, joining an, a collaborative team of a bunch of people you've never met before, um, there are, you know, <laughs> hundreds of questions that are circling around of what, how it will end up and what the process will be and and all of that, and I also knew it was like a, a really small budget film, and that it was kind of we were going to be doing it on the, in a tight crunch schedule. So, um, so yeah, I, I tried to prepare myself as much for that as I could. But no, I definitely wouldn't say I was worried. Not not about the gay content, of course. Um, no, no, it wasn't. Yeah. Do you think? Do you find these days that it's easier to get actors to be in gay films? Um. I don't know. The I, I I find I guess there have been some some pretty major uh, <clears throat> some pretty major films to deal with things like this, and and we, this might be the the first era where it's common that that queer queer subjects and queer cultures are 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 featured in in really major films now, like Hollywood films. Um, so maybe there's more more money in it, which might be bringing more actors to it. But I mm. I I still think that um, 
like fundamentally people are um, deal with queer subjects the same way. I mean, I haven't been around that long, um, and um, this is kind of the only like moment in 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 like entertainment that I you know have reference for um, a personal experience. But yeah. but yeah, I mean, I I I think that it's slowly changing, but I, I would say for the most part, there's still like so much that needs to be done. For queer film, there isn't any sex, actually. Yeah. Right, no, it's very, very, very tame, but people still freak out about it. You know, and I think there might actually be more to not just the, the gay character aspect of why people are, you know, might be cautious to be in a gay film, but I do think that, you know, we've been traveling the festival circuit now for a year, and there are a lot of, uh, you know, there is a stereotype to gay cinema that uh, that it's pretty awful. You know, there's a lot of... Mm-hmm. gay cinema out there that, that has low production value and it's all about sex and nudity, um, which is fine. Uh, but, you know, I think maybe um, we, as filmmakers, can kind of raise the bar on, on what is gay cinema and, and, you know, does it always have to be just about nudity and sex? Like, if we can kind of raise that, well, then maybe more actors would be excited <laughs> to and be a part of a gay film, you know. Do you think the, the just the idea of a, a love between two males is uh, shocking to still a lot of people? Well, sure. I mean, I, I mean, I think, you know, to a lot of people it is. Um, maybe, I guess. <laughs> but it didn't stop you from, uh, I mean, were there any incidents that, I mean, you, you talked about your personal uh, experiences, uh, Tom, uh, yeah. when you were writing and uh, writing the, the screenplay. Did you, uh, were there any kind of anti-gay campaigns that came into mind? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think that's always in, in everything I do, there's, there's that baggage that comes with it, you know? I mean, I think my whole growing up was, was dealing with kind of anti-gay uh, mentality, you know? So I feel like that probably... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Influences everything that I do, because um, that's me. <laughs> you, d- you didn't have any uh, GSA groups in in the high school, in that prep school. Was that deliberate or? Yeah, I mean, when I grew up, there there wasn't. I, I think maybe I knew of one school that actually had GSAs. I mean, I think that's probably you know within the last ten years, really, that it's become. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's funny because we just had a Q and A in San Diego last night, and one person asked about kind of. Uh, was saying that isn't this homophobia homophobia that you present in the first part of the film? Don't you think it's unrealistic now? Um, don't you think that that we have changed? And I think that that's such a dangerous uh, mindset to have. You know, I feel like people that live in in large cities, you know, we kind of live in a bubble yeah, yeah, where we yeah. think that you know it's not it's not hard for people uh, growing up gay anymore, and it is very hard. And if you look at the news, obviously, it, it's you know sure, homophobia. Yeah, attacked, people to get killed. Absolutely, every, you know, every day. It's just, so I think that it's really weird to to have those kind of comments. Um, you know, we got a lot of that actually when we were trying to raise money. There were some investors that yeah. that kind of questioned that, and and Corey and I, the the co writer. I mean, it was really important to us to to tell that story and make sure that 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 is a major part of it. That that there is still major homophobia out there, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's only in the last 10 years that it's improved, even in, like, uh, small towns. Right, towns. absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, it's still in the undercurrent, as you can see 
from the campaign over Prop 8. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which is kind of weird. I mean, we were in San Diego, and that was the question, and yet here is the state of oh, <laughs> Prop right, 8. Yeah. Right, you yeah. know, it's like, well, let's just look at the current news. So. Yeah, for sure. I think people kind of don't read history. Yeah. They don't, or they don't know history. And yeah. they're not interested in history. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. What um, has been the reception uh, all over the, the country? I'm sorry, what was that? What was the reception all over? Oh, it's been, it's been really pretty uh, consistently wonderful. I think it's... it's uh, people have really enjoyed the film, um, in, especially in a theatrical setting where it's a very like communal experience. Um, you know, and, and it's a very optimistic, feel-good film. And I think that, you know, especially property and, and, and everything that we're dealing with, you know, economically, I think it's, it's, a, it's a nice escape film. Yeah, um, yeah. I think people are enjoying that. It's a, f- a fantasy, obviously. Yeah. But it's fun, and it's captivating. And I think, Tanner, you're great in the role. Thanks. Um, did you have any qualms about... <clears throat> About uh, doing it then, and playing that role. I'm sorry. What, Do you what have any it? qualms about doing that role? Oh um, no, I don't. Uh, I think I mean watching it is, is it's hard to, to distance myself from it and, and think of other like choices I could have made. I guess like just different uh, I don't know approaches. Um, but no, I I definitely don't have any qualms. I'm 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 really just. At this point, I'm just really proud to be part of this, and and I'm I'm excited to see like what types of community it creates around itself because it seems to already have caught on as like a as a cult favorite, and that's all I could ever ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How how did the other actors uh, did were were the actors all gay or were they? Uh, I mean, in terms of the male, male actors in the school. Um, no, um, I would say most of. Most of the actors were not gay, as per most schools are. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was very ironic and uh, pretty good that uh, this love potion was, uh, you know, cast on, uh, you know, squirted on uh, homophobes in your school, in the, school yeah. in, the, in the context of the story, and uh, that it just turned them around. And uh, it's almost like a, a gay jeans day, a blue jeans day. But they had to wear blue jeans, but in this case, they, they actually became gay, and so they had to experience what life was like yeah, on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, and the English school teacher was uh, perfect, I thought. Uh, yeah, that's, she's, uh, her, the actress is Wendy Roby, and she actually oh. was uh, in the short film Fairies. We found her uh, in Chicago back in 2003, and she really created the role of Miss Tebbit with Corey and I. Um, so... Yeah, it's been it's been really wonderful that we've been able to keep her all the way from the beginning of, of the idea. I think did you try to uh, uh, how much did you borrow uh, the dialogue from uh, from Shakespeare? Just a lot. I mean, actually, the you know all the lyrics um, of most of the songs are pulled directly out of the text of Midsummer, um, and then tweaked and rearranged uh, by Corey. And then um, you know once the people are affected by the pansy, you know we we tried to kind of have all of their language be be uh, inspired by Midsummer. So we, you know, went to specific characters within Midsummer and said, "Okay, look, how can we get a little of Helena in this character, and how can we get, you know, uh, a little of Oberon in this character?" And so we tried to kind of tweak their dialogue uh, 
within the film that way. Is this the first time that, uh, with fairies and with this film, the first time that uh, this uh, play was given this kind of queer uh, take on it? I don't know. I mean, uh, maybe. <laughs> I'm sure there's, there's something out there uh, that may have given it a little weird uh, uh, gay twist somewhere, but I, I think it's the first the first film gay musical version that I know of. Wow. And were you interested in Shakespeare as a kid? You know, I, I wasn't really. I mean, I, we were obviously kind of forced to read it in high school. <laughs> and I was like every other uh, high school student, at least in my small town, that, that didn't really have much appreciation for the arts anyway. But, um, you know, I kind of just kind of went with the flow and kind of dreaded the... the uh, the text, and I think that was just out of fear. You know, I don't think we had the we don't we didn't have great teachers to really explain and and dive into it. Um, you know, but as as I've grown up, obviously I've discovered it again, and and obviously appreciate. Yeah, I was in a school. I was in a boys' school. Also. I was actually in a boys' school in uh, Hong Kong, Hong Kong, and uh, uh, we had to do uh, Shakespeare also. And yeah. I I I was in uh, Julius Caesar. I I uh, I think I played uh, Blue, Brutus, and my brother was a Caesar, and I I killed him I guess. <laughs> and I also uh, remember Macbeth. I was also I had a bit part in Macbeth. So, yeah. So those were the kind of I mean it's hard really to make uh, make audiences understand you know old this kind of old English. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Yeah. Very very uh, stuck to that period and. So I'm amazed that you were able to pull it off. Well, thank you. Thank you. How about, how about you, Atana? Did you like Shakespeare before? Um, yeah, I did. I, I fortunately went to um, a, a school that, that was really uh, literature-based, and we read a lot of Shakespeare, and I was able to actually take some Shakespeare classes and had some pretty compassionate teachers that, you know, took the time to... Um, allow us to struggle with it and figure it out ourselves. So I, I, I really have loved Shakespeare for a while before I did the film. Um, and also I, um, I was in the Midsummer Night's Dream uh, in Brooklyn. I was in a oh. in Brooklyn, um, I guess like two summers before I did the movie, which I guess is coincidental, and I was pretty familiar with the text. Um, but it, the... War of the World Mine was was, is, uh, was such like a, a project to its own, and while it's so well heavily based on on the Shakespeare text, it def I definitely had to kind of erase some some like standards that I knew um, and uh, try new things with it. Like what? Um, well, just <clears throat> it, it, everything takes on a different voice when you when when it's coming out of, of Timothy's mouth and with, like with his personal story, just, I, it was more important to me that I was telling his story than I was telling, um, Midsummer's story. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Did, uh, in the film, <clears throat> you show this, uh, you depict, uh, a teenager's, uh, kind of crush on another, uh, uh, student. Yeah. Uh, who's a sports, uh, figure. And, uh, did you go through that? in your own life? Um, I'm sure I did, like, a bunch of times, but I can't think of, I can't think of one, like, 
um, super jock that I really like. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I think Timothy is, was, is probably smarter and less um, foolish than I was about it. He seems to just, you know, cut his losses. Um, I mean, until he becomes the, you know, the keeper of magic powers, he seems to be pretty realistic about about what could possibly happen um, as far as, like, romance goes in high school. I was, like, really... I would just become smitten and be a mess. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, was this a pansy idea? Was that in the the original Shakespeare uh, text? I mean, the the idea of a pansy, a flower. Yeah, that's yeah, that. I mean, that's, that's yeah. what Puck uses to... So they use... Like, no. Oh, they so they use pansy as as a yeah the pansy piece yeah mm-hmm. oh okay because I mean an, a pansy is also a kind of code word for gay um, yeah I mean I think it's really uh, great I, I love <laughs> the fact that and and the fact that a pansy as a flower itself is such a uh, resilient strong flower I mean that's why oh. they put it along walkways that it can be kind of trampled and yet it still grows uh, back you uh, know yeah. which I think is a really interesting interesting yeah. definition yeah. and why and why did that become kind of another word for, for gays, gays and lesbians. I mean, it's really, it's kind of fascinating. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did, um, were you looking at, uh, have you shown it at any, any, has the film shown at any high schools? Uh, we, we've shown, at every festival, we actually asked the festival to bring youth to the festival. Oh, I see, yeah. Um, and so we've kind of started kind of a grassroots, uh, you know, outreach to youth, and just within like the past month, I've been getting lots and lots of emails from both colleges and high schools, like student organizations, as well as just individuals who really want to show it, you know, in their schools. So we're hoping next year to to kind of launch like a school tour of it, um, which I think would be really interesting. Do you anticipate any challenges? Oh, it's, every day is a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I think the biggest challenge on this film is you know, is really kind of fighting the box that the film is put in, you know, because yeah, yeah. it has gay characters, it's immediately thought to, to only be for gay audiences. And right. so I think throughout all of it, you know, from, in, from financing through distribution, we've constantly had to push, uh, push that, that, you know, immediate limitations that people put on the film, um, which is, is ridiculous, you know, <laughs> um, we actually had one film festival say that the film was too gay for mainstream audiences, which is so ridiculous. You know, when you really think about it, it's like saying that, you know, a film with heterosexual characters is, you know, too straight for gay people to enjoy, which is just silly. So yeah, yeah. that's kind of been the, the, the major fight uh, that, we, that we're up against. Do you see, uh, <coughs> do you see uh, is it word of mouth that's bringing people to see the film? Absolutely. I mean, you know, because we're doing our own self-distribution for theatrical, I mean, we've been lucky enough to be booked in about 16 cities now, um, you know, but we don't have a big uh, company behind us that's pouring thousands and thousands of dollars um, into advertising, you know, so it really has been about, you know, the Internet and creating a, a buzz around the film, and I think that film festivals, you know, we've played about 75 film festivals now, and I think that that has been you know, instrumental in, in really creating that initial buzz about the film. Was uh, it, uh, Tanner, was it fun going to film festivals? 
Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Um, but I think that's been like the most rewarding part of this, at least since we did, um, at least like in watching people's reactions. And because people at, at film festivals have been extremely generous about um, what their experience was watching the film, and a lot of people have kind of um, felt compelled to tell me their story and um, like yeah. what like what this, what watching War of the World Mind produced in them and what it elicited, like what kind of memories it was eliciting. And some of them are really like intense and, and beautiful. So it's, I mean, having these like these short dialogues with people I've never met and, um, and kind of like leveling with them, um, you know, despite our like disparate ages or cultures or whatever, it's been like really awesome. Do you make any friends? Um, I haven't made any friends. <laughs> Um, you know, it's it's um, it's not really the place to make friends. <laughs> um, and there's not accepting new friends at the moment. <laughs> what? No, no new friends at the moment. You're not accepting new friends. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, but uh, I mean, yeah, I would say. I mean, I would say, yeah, like all of, all of the people that I speak to, I are, are my friends, but. Um, <laughs> I haven't. Um, how about a cast? Did you make uh, good friends um, with the cast? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I, I, I did become close with, with several people from the cast, and um, uh, and a, a few of the people from uh, the creative team and the like global line production team. So yeah, it's been cool. I I um, I feel like I'll never ever be completely detached from this movie because I'm I have so many connections with it um, like it, my friendships and, and creatively and stuff keeps coming back yeah you had you at UCLA how is the program there um, well I'm not in the, an acting program yeah right. it's culture culture studies oh yeah yeah culture studies um, it's fabulous I love it it's um, it's good I'm actually right now I taking a break right now from studying for an exam I have in about two hours. Um, okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, it's I really love love class, and I've, I've been, um, I feel really lucky to, to get to learn a lot of these things that I'm doing. Um, and it's a good, the program is a really amazing safe space for, like, create all creative expression. So I do lots of, um, dance and choreography and um, like new media studies and some art history and um, and then there's um, some more systematic um, disciplines of anthropology and, and like uh, a little bit of psychology and things so it, yeah it's really cool it's, it's very interdisciplinary you kind of have to make of it what you will and uh, I've really enjoyed that freedom is, is a lot of theory it's a lot of theory yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And it's a lot of queer theory, actually. If you want to find it, it's there. Um, yeah, yeah. So um, it's been nice to have uh, this, um, this, uh, some like theoretical background to um, bring with me when I talk about the movie and and you know when I share it with people. Because sometimes people accuse uh, queer theorists of. Uh, being stuck in, you know, talking to themselves in academia, mm -hmm. not being able to translate it to the uh, normal audience. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I think I think that there's a, a, a pretty substantial grain of truth in that. Um, and as far as this movie goes, it's it's a it's, I think it's a great um, kind of first step at at subverting that um, and getting some of these concepts in the door. Um, and uh, I think that that the way that, that the film is packaged and just even just the aesthetic of it and the way it comes off is, is really smart um, because it you know explodes some of the some of the things you would expect of it when you hear what it is on paper. Um, so hopefully, um, with like the presence of, of of movies like this, then some of this like theory can actually have like a tangible grounding. Um, in, in media. Uh, what do you mean it explodes some of the preconcepts people have? Well, when you hear gay Shakespeare <laughs> musical about a boys' school, um, I would... It, but I mean, like, my first... When I first... Well, actually, when I, I read the script before, I knew really what it was about. Um, but w- w- I know that friends of mine and, and relatives or whoever has heard about it... Um, they, it just sounds like like their idea of it is something like really outrageous. Like the only way that you can really um, that you can really blend these these all of these um, genres is is to kind of make it completely over the top. Um, and while the movie has its <laughs> over the top moments, I think that for the most part, people leave um, touched and not like you know aroused or um, like, uh, uh, I don't know, threatened or, or anything. I think it's really kind of like a sweet, very sincere story. So I think that in itself is, you know, um, toying with and interrogating some of the stereotypes that, that, that you might bring into a, a gay movie or even just a gay story. Yeah, because it implies it's like if it's set in a boys' school that it's like an orgy or it's an... Uh, <laughs> right, of, and you'd expect you know. the person to, you know, if, you, if someone's making everyone gay, like, you think it's a story about sex. Um, and, and, well, of course, it's a story about sex because like, all stories are about sex. It's, it's not, um, you know, it, it doesn't really go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like we're leaving, the, we're leaving yeah. that for the sequel, right? <laughs> huh? I'm leaving that for the sequel. Right, yeah. The sequel is just going to be porn. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be the star. <laughs> I'll be the director. There you go. There you go. I'm going to be the star. I like the... Some of the dialogue in there was good. The, the, the two women that turned into lesbian and a reporter is asking, how, would you, what do you know, how about family values? And <laughs> she says, we're family. We have values. <laughs> Yeah, I love that line. Yeah. So that was very good, yeah. Um, how do you see this uh, this film uh, helping you, your own career, Tana? And uh, what do you want to do film, or do you want what, what do you want to do in your career? Uh, I don't. I, I mean, I I have no um, uh, articulated goals yet. Um, but I. Uh, I, I want to finish school right now, and I really want to continue acting and, and making music. Um, and I'm kind of trying to leave myself open, as open as that, because I just don't want to um, disapp- be disappointed if I don't accomplish something. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, this movie has already been um, 
it seems to be, you know, a, a, a good thing uh, for me and my career. And um, and I guess, like, what's good about it is that I've, I'm proud to be part of this project and, and it's being seen. Um, I think that I'll run into... Um, I'll run into some uglier sides of the industry as far as, like, my sexuality and um, and the way I've chosen to, um, uh, I don't know, publicize it or have it be public. Um, yeah. And uh, that's okay. And I'm, like, you know, very aware of that. And um, I, I, uh, I don't know. I, are you sour? Yeah, are you soured on Hollywood? I mean, given the experience of independent films, and how you know, you know how Hollywood treats independent films. Um, yeah, I am a little bit. Um, I, I'm, I feel you know I'm not like, disheartened by it, and I and by, I by no means want to stop acting or um, <clears throat> stop creating art. But I do, I do you know. I do feel like like there's a lot of change that needs to happen um, for for us. I don't know for 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 important art to be made, especially on like a even on an independent film level. Um, so, because uh, a lot of mediocre stuff is put out there, and and it's and it's just taken for. For that and, and that needs to change. So yeah, I'm I'm a little bit uh, soured by by Hollywood. I think that a lot of people are right now. Um, it's uh, it hasn't been so thrilling the past couple of years, and or at least not for me. <clears throat> and uh, do, you, do, yeah. you, do your classmates still want to make it big in Hollywood? I mean, the ones you know uh, from UCLA who are in acting. Um, most of my young friends who are, who are young actors are more interested in doing theater. Oh, wow. And, uh, I, I guess, I, I guess, I, I mean, I don't really know anyone who just wants to make it big. Um, <laughs> but I think, I think maybe my generation has grown up and, um, exposed to so many horror stories of what it means to be a big star. Um, and, and idea, the idea of, and notions of celebrity are kind of like scary at this point. Um, and, um, we've been able to kind of grow up with personalities or, I mean, with, uh, you know, stories of, of celebrities who have, you know, hit top and then hit very bottom, you know, as far as tabloids. Yeah go um and uh so i think that yeah it's, it's that idea of making it big um is is a little bit um uh tainted now um if you are paying attention oh, i'm glad to hear that yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> back, back on the film i was a bit curious how you what, what made you in the film why did you decide to be in the play when you at first didn't really want to be in the play? Um, I think that, uh, for, I mean, for me, my reason that I thought Timothy would, would yeah. be activated by was that, um, and I'm not sure what Tom and, and Corey would say, but um, 
<laughs> I, I mean, I really buy into this idea that that, that the teacher, Mrs. Tebbett, um, has, like, some serious, like, mystical powers. And um, just in her presence, I think that he was kind of inspired by that and was, um, I think she got into his head a little bit. Um, and this, it, 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 it was kind of a, an irrational decision, and that's why it was, like, why it, it what became the um, extravaganza that it does, because it was something he would never do. It was very abrupt, yeah. Uh, and partly because also, I, the way I see it also, is that he, he was hassled by the team players, and uh, by the, sport, the uh, sports team, and so he got, you know, he was uh, hassled by them, and so he just decided to hell with it. Right. Uh, yeah. I think it was poetic justice to turn all of them into the family yeah, into a gay, gay <laughs> characters. Yeah. But I don't like to think of it as, um, as, as, as punishment or even like um, revenge because he's really just, he's, he's giving them like a good experience. He's, he's not in any way um, hurting them. So uh, I guess it, it's justice, but... But I, def- I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think. I wouldn't say that he's seeking revenge on them. Right. 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 <coughs> uh, Tom, did you did you think that the film will be so successful at film festivals? Um. You know, I we were optimistic about it because the, the short film did so well, yeah. um, and you know because we wanted to make a film that that was optimistic. You know, there, when you go to gay and lesbian film festivals, there are so many you know, dark and films, you know, and we knew that there were people out there that wanted something different. Um, So, yeah, we were optimistic about it. I think people are looking for comedy also now. Yeah, totally, you know. I mean, I think, you know, we we got rejected from all the kind of top mainstream film festivals, and kind of one of the jokes that we always say about it is, you know, if the film would have ended not the way it does, or if, you know, Timothy would have, you know, God forbid, killed himself, like a lot of... (laughs) <laughs> coming out stories kind of deal. Right, right. You know, to, because is that more mischievous? Oh, sorry, I didn't catch it. The reception was bad. Uh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> the reception was a bit bad there. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry, you were very Oh, the, re- the reception was kind of bad. Yeah. We had a bunch, but for the, like the top mainstream festivals, we didn't get in, and yeah. you know, I think I think it was optimistic, honestly. Yeah, cool. Uh, how <clears throat> are you going to do any more? Are you going to do it? Put it out on DVD then? Now, the, the basically the life of our distribution right now is we, you know, for the next uh, month or two, we'll be you know rolling it out in more cities. You know, we open in LA on Friday, as well as Chicago and Washington DC. And then um, we'll be on video on demand uh, uh, through Wolf Video and Time Warner um, in early online. And then we'll be on DVD with Wolf Video, um, I believe, around May. And then we'll be at Cable with Logo uh, in the summer. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. So would, do you think it will, it's just going to be in L.A. or would it be in Orange County? The, the theatrical release? Yeah. Yeah, we open at Sunset 5 in, in L.A. Um, on Friday. 
On Friday, okay. Yeah. Any in Orange County? Uh, I don't believe we have Orange County date now, no. Oh, oh yeah. Um, so people would have to go to L.A. to see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we are playing, I mean, we're playing in San Diego for the, we opened in San Diego on Friday. We're here uh, up to the week. Oh, oh, great, great. In San Diego. Oh. Um, are you in San Diego right now? Yeah, I am. Oh. Are you coming to L.A.? I am. In about an hour. <laughs> uh, cool. Do you um do you go to uh, Tana? Do you go to many of the openings? <clears throat> um, I went to uh, two, I went to three, no, three or four film festivals. Um, and I went to the opening in New York. Wow. Uh, and and I'm gonna go to the one here in LA this week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. What time? What time is the show on Friday? Um, you know what? It's, we I think we screen like five times a day. So oh, okay. yeah, it's, it's a real theatrical run. So I think oh, yeah. we're going to be doing Q and A um, after you know around the seven o'clock ish screening, um, and there'll be some of the cast as well as some of the crew there. Oh, cool, cool, great. The uh, do you consider? Uh, what is your next film project? Uh, um, Tom, um, you know we're working on Corey, who's the co-writer of Where the World Mine. He just finished a script called Mariachi Gringo, huh? um, which is a very music-driven uh, piece. And we're going to start, you know, we start the whole process up uh, probably early next year, trying to secure the financing, and then we hope to be shooting by the end of next year. Do you, do you think the economic crisis has an impact on the getting funds? I mean, sure. I think. I mean, of course it does. But I think that. Um, you know, I, the the film industry always kind of seems to make it through the really hard times, you know, because I think people still want, it's you know, <laughs> they want entertainment, yeah. yeah. So, you know, and it's not like we're, the, the films that we're making right now are not, obviously, the multi-bazillion dollar movies. So, you know, the, the we've been lucky enough to find private investors that, that um, really want to support the arts and can support the arts, so, you know. Hopefully we'll we'll do the same for Mariachi Gringo. Yeah. How about how about you, uh, Tana? What do you, will you uh, you're in school now? So do you, when will you graduate? In June. Oh really? Oh. What are your what are your what are your plans? Um, I'm gonna get out of LA. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, move to New York again and. To hopefully continue acting, and uh, I'll, I mean, I'll see. Work at a restaurant. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Did you go to acting school before? I well, I, I came to UCLA in the acting program, um, but uh, I transferred after basically after my um, like after a year and a half of being in that program. Oh, why is that? Um, <clears throat> it wasn't for me, I guess. Um, I, I guess I, I realized that I wasn't um, I wasn't able to find passion um, for you know theater arts and and it, it was really uh, uh, not classic not classically um, disciplined but it just um, was seemed uh, uh, I don't know I, I don't want to say unchallenging but it it, it was un like as far as like conceptually, it was unchallenging, and I uninspired, it, uninspired. I, uh, it was, 
Yeah, I mean, it works for some people, and I know it's the stimulating and, and really um, has been amazing for some of my friends, but I, I don't think acting school is necessarily for everyone. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. <clears throat> so what What do you, um, in New York, would you would you go back to Brooklyn? Or? I don't know. I mean, I uh, my parents live there, so I might um, <laughs> <laughs> them for a little while. That's good. Um, and uh, I, I'm, I would imagine that I'll end up living in Brooklyn or Queens. There's yeah. lots of fellows there. Are there more opportunities there for, uh, for theater work? Or, I mean, community theater, even. Uh, I mean, that, it's easier to get into. Or what do you think? Uh, I, don't any, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I think I think I would venture to say yes. Um, but I, I don't have much to base it on. The, the company I worked with in, in Brooklyn a couple of summers ago was, or no, I guess it was more than that now, but um, it, that was a very community arts-based project. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, I think much, I mean, more than Manhattan, yes, absolutely. Wow, yeah. So, uh, Tom, do you, do you want to stick with musicals, basically? I mean, no, not, not necessarily. I mean, I think uh, music is such a huge part of what I see um, as filmmaking, you know, so I think that all my films will be very uh, music-driven or, or, you know, have incorporate music, but, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not just defining, <laughs> I'm not just going to do musicals, but we'll see. Oh, back on the film, uh, maybe, Tana, I was going to ask you about camp. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you think, um, <clears throat> how do you see camp as showing up in the film? Camp, um, kind of, like, um, the, I mean, you've been studying camp, I assume, uh, recent, uh, camp, gay theory, queer theory yeah. about camp. Does, <clears throat> how is it reflected in the film? Well, um, I, I almost feel like the, the sincerity of our film is, um, uh, it, 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 um, it doesn't allow much camp to squeeze in, um, but I, I know that the reaction has been varied, and some people feel that it, that the design of it, especially the more elaborate musical numbers, are really campy, and some haven't mm -hmm. felt. But um, I, I mean, I, I think one of the wonderful things about camp is that it's, it's like so personal um, and that everyone is like full of their own reference points. So if, if um, I, I don't necessarily see a problem with identifying the film as campy or not, um, because I think there are much larger, um, much more important aspects about it. Um, and I think the moments that are campy in, in where the world mine um, or that could be considered campy are, um, they're really special. Like those, those are kind of the moments that stick with you, um, and the images that linger. So, um, I, yeah, I, I think that uh, it's it, maybe it's a nice variation on 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 a larger context of like teenage musical or where well, in this moment there's lots of teenage musicals. Um, yeah. but it's a good um, counterpoint to to camp. It's a it's a kind of a, yeah counter counter to what's out there yeah yeah um, did you um were you able in doing the role were you able to improvise or did you just take pretty much to a script 
Um, I mean, I think we were mostly sticking to the script. There were there were some um, there are some moments that are in the film of that are kind of uh, like behind the scenes, like friends hanging out type of vibe, um, and uh, that was improvised. Um, I'm, Tom gave me, um, as far as I can remember, you gave me a lot of room to, to, to play with things. I mean, we didn't have many takes, but in the ones we did, I, I did try to try out um, several options. So some of it was improvised, yeah. Well, what's the difference between doing a film and being in theater? I guess it's the facial experiences, expressions you have to be more aware of, right? Um, because of the close that, the film yeah. goes up. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's no way I could answer that question um, in a concise couple of sentences. But um, I think that uh, as far as the experience of making this film, uh, um, in contrast to theatrical um, performance I've done, it's it, it, it's it's a matter of being able to edit in your head and and create the narrative that makes sense for you because you know when you're when you're doing a film, especially at at a, a small independent level like this, you're you're going so fast and cutting so many ideas and storylines and and days and um, you know points of the story together. That it's that you it, it's it's a process of figuring out how how am I going to tell this story and have it make sense for me in my head so that it works you know when it's when it's edited finally um, and you don't really have to do that so much in theater um, so that that was one of the, the challenges I had um, did it look I mean the, okay. sorry. did it look different different when <laughs> when you looked at yourself on the screen. Do I look different? Did it look different when you oh. looked at yourself on screen compared with what you thought you were doing? Um, sometimes, yeah. I guess, yeah, for the most part, it, it, is, it is different, and it's kind of new to me, but um, it's been a while. It's, you know, it's been like a year and a half since we shot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I look different, and um, <laughs> I'm still a grown boy. And... <laughs> um, it's, it's, yeah, the, the film was, I was pleasantly surprised when I first saw it. Oh, cool. I think the, the friendship with the, with the girl and the, your, your, your friend, uh -huh. uh, that was, uh, that just seems to be very typical of uh, young gay uh, teenagers a lot, often have a very close uh, female friend. Um, it, it didn't seem very typical? No, it does seem typical. Oh, it does. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, I think that um, that a lot of gay men uh, need to have, you know, their, their girl <laughs> um, yeah. that um, is important to them. And, and I think that, uh, that their high school experience is analogous in a lot of ways. Um, and, you know, sh they were both kind of like young, artsier kids trying to find their way. And, and I think that is what connects them or that's what connects you know young gay men to their um to their like female counterpart or, or gay men of any age or whatever um, i don't know if it has so much to do with gender or sexuality but just um you know experience and reaction to all the stuff that goes around them 
or just somebody who's alternative. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think now that everybody talks about homosexuality, it's become very mainstream? Um, the discussion about sexuality is mainstream, or it... it or, or the whole idea of being gay. Do you think it's become mainstream now? Um, I guess, I don't know, I've never thought of it being main, like, being gay, being mainstream. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure. Uh, Tom? You don't, you don't think it's mainstream, right? Um... Yeah, I don't, I don't know if, if I would define it that way either. I mean, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, I think if being mainstream means that more people are open to the idea of actually being honest <laughs> about who yeah. they are and, and living honestly, then I hope it's more mainstream. Um, but yeah. I, I guess I meant in terms of being an alternative to the way things are. It's still the alternative. <laughs> uh. Okay. Um, yeah, well, thank you. We're actually, our time is coming up to the end. Uh, right. I want to thank you both very much, and good luck on your exam, Anna. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tom. And good luck on your future work. Okay, uh, thank you. Thank you. Okay, I'll put this on audio, and you can listen to it later. Great. Okay, okay great. Thank Thanks you. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, that was uh, the director of a new film, uh, where... Uh, where the World Mind, a queer musical uh, poking fun at homophobia that's going to be opening up in Los Angeles uh, Friday, unlimited release, and it'll be up on DVD, available on DVD later next year. Um, and we talked to the director, uh, Tom Gustafson, and also the lead actor, Tanner Cohen. Uh, who uh, joined us to discuss uh, the independent film process and the festival circuit. Uh, this is Dan Sung with Subversity here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. If you're interested, on Saturday... Um, Bill Ayers, whom we interviewed about uh, his uh, politics, uh, wrote uh, Abed in the New York Times on Saturday uh, called The Real Bill Ayers. So that's his final coming out uh, since the election of his friend uh, Barack Obama. Um, this is Dan Tsang signing off for Subversity.